Welcome to Waypoint, a podcast for people who try to figure out how old Knight Rider would logically have to be. Uh, or more the people who don't, because I don't, I, I don't want to think about that. My name's Jules, I'm the Game Master. My name is Sanja, I play Charlotte, and I also don't know how old Knight Rider is. My name is Viola, I play Moon, and I think he said, he said he, he'd put 30 years of his life towards Starboard, and assuming is it like... So it has to be at least like 40 or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Mimi and I don't think that Max is thinking about the age of Knight Rider. So I don't it's, have it, to. Yeah, it's just a thing of like, in superhero universes, Superman can have been active during World War II and still be like in his like 30s or 40s, right? Yeah. That's, that's something that's possible. But as soon as you try to think about how the timeline works. Like, I tried to do that last night. I try to do that sometimes. I try to think, especially like Transistor is a big example for me. Because Transistor was in a teen superhero team in the 90s. But I always imagine Transistor to be like, I don't know, in my mind somewhere like in her 30s. And that works. That kind of works. I did the math. And if we're very generous, generous with the math, she could logically be around 40. Like, very, very late 30s or very early 40s but that's like older than she is in my mind <laughs> and it's fine if we say that Knight Rider is like I don't think Knight Rider doesn't have superpowers and is still an active duty so he can't be that old my thought is at most he's 50 but that would mean that at most he joined up with Starbolt in the 80s like in the late 80s so there also Starbolt would have been 77 when he died according to my math but we can just say you know super speed I don't know it makes it, it does all kinds of shit in comics right so yeah, it can exactly. just have preserved him yeah. who cares I mean if if he's moving so fast um, actually time passes slower for him like time dilation wise mm -hmm. so He actually is younger than than. Also, let's we not sure. let's not forget there are some very active seventy-year-old people out there. Like, I mean, that's true. <laughs> And he did die, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But he was probably still very fit when he died. Yeah, like I can't imagine that. Like a man who looked seventy-five showed up at Charlotte's house and uh, trained her to be a hero. That's just, that doesn't function in my brain. Let's just go with time dilation and healing abilities, speedster stuff, and then we're good. Yeah, I imagined him like something in his 50s or something. Yeah. Mm. Like, yeah, around, uh, looking around that age makes sense to yeah, me. Uh, yeah. He just aged 75% as fast as other people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that about works. So... Current plot, we were last time, uh, or the Renegades last time had a short run-in with a military hero uh, who's a part of the SOS called the Colonel of Truth <laughs> and uh, learned some stuff or, about how they are perceived by certain groups in the city. Mm -hmm. Parts of the internet doesn't like us. Do you think we, people would just do that? Go on the internet and not like someone? Yeah, <laughs> never. <laughs> That I, I can't imagine that happening. I'm sorry. That's that's just too out there. Like that really breaks mm -hmm. the uh, this, um, the immersion. The, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, personally like... have never not liked someone on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I have never publicly not liked someone on the internet. 
<laughs> Anyways, uh, after that run-in with the Colonel of Truth, they made their way to a meeting uh, they had set up with the Witchfinders Legion, which, uh, ha, which, ha, uh, which they uh, planned out to maybe find out more about the magical kind of supervillain they've been struggling with, which is Mr. Monopoly, sometimes called the Monopoly Man, depending on who says it in what episode. <laughs> I mean, it's not like he introduced himself, or they introduced themselves like, this is my yeah. moniker, so... Yeah, yeah, basically the character was only introduced by me saying what he's called. It's fine. People can be of, of two minds about it. Some people might just call him the Pringles guy, you know, <laughs> uh, as far as I know. <laughs> Anyways, that's where we left off. I have a little bit of an intro, unless anyone uh, wants to say something before we get going. Nah. Go ahead. A church tower of glass and steel pierces the skies above the city. As the renegades approach the building, it seems to reach over them, its pointed pyramidian mass appearing to steal the sunlight with its bright reflection, leaving those below in its shadows. As our heroes enter through the noiseless mechanical doors that slide open at their approach, they are greeted by a clean corporate lobby, all clean edges, sharp corners, and professional whites and creams. Only small displays holding flyers, books, and other paraphernalia break the monotony as does a singular golden symbol behind the information desk, the same symbol at the top of the tower next to the Leibwerk name. A pair of hands put together, gently holding a flame in their palms like a sickly baby bird. It was kind of a cute description. <laughs> I'm sure that the connection of witchfinders and fire is a good one. I <laughs> know <laughs> uh, it's it's about I know it's a uh, it's about like keeping keeping the metaphorical flame alive, like the, the life life and stuff. I'm sure, yeah, at least yeah. that's what it says in one of the flyers. Yeah, I would yeah. assume. <laughs> sure, sure. So yeah, the the flame of knowledge. Exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> you see an information desk. Someone's seated behind it. Unfortunately, not in one of these fun witch hunter hats, no. uh, but just someone in like a suit. A coffee brown uh, in coffee brown pants with like a cream colored suit and a uh, uh, very uh, well groomed and oiled hairstyle on top of his head. Uh. Who notices you coming in? You actually seem to be relatively like there's not much going on in this lobby. Like there's probably two or three other people just kind of standing near the information desk or sitting on some chairs, but it's not a busy lobby. Moon nudges, mentally nudges Max. Go on, later. This is our first, like, meeting of another superhero team that's, like, official and stuff. Yeah, I think Max <laughs> was just looking around and taking it all in so far. I think, I think second, right? I'm pretty sure you met with one other big superhero team. Nah, they are the, <laughs> the superhero team. They're not a we, superhero team. They're like, we refuse to acknowledge them. <laughs> 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 Our campaign platform refuses to acknowledge the SOS. <laughs> yeah, um, I think uh, Max just uh, walks up to the person at the reception. The person almost seems to try to act like they barely even noticed you until you uh, directly approached them and then so sort of turns around to you. Oh, uh, greetings. Ah, 
Mr. Powers, right? He he points at Rex, and Rex is like, mm-hmm, and points at Max. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so we're the Renegades, a superhero team, and we have an appointment. Yes, I have that somewhere down. Oh, I'm I'm very sorry, Mr. and Mrs. Leibwork are very busy people. I'm gonna have to check real quick if you are on time. I'll be. <laughs> ah, yes, this should be about right. Okay, um, Mr. Leibwork is not in the house right now, but Mrs. Leibwork would l- gladly speak to you. Just uh, take the elevator and wait. We should. I'll call someone to lead you up there. He presses a button and says, uh, just wait a little bit. Yeah, make yourselves comfortable. And he points towards some of the cushy chairs. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think we're just going to sit down there. Yeah. Mm. You're just going to sit there quietly or you're going to, uh, I don't know. You, c- you can definitely explore. Like, there isn't much here, <laughs> but... There's some flyers, I guess. Yeah, I think Max uh, takes some of the flyers and looks at them. Moon looks over your shoulder. I'm a, I'm gonna like assume that like a few of them are very explicitly religious. Like there's some local churches or stuff outside the city who have basically put up flyers here. There's some political flyers probably as well, uh, and there's some for the uh, Leibwork organization itself for like events they have planned. Uh, which also mostly are religious stuff, but not exclusively. There's also like uh, anti-drug rallies and all sorts of other like general community events. Is there also something about the witch finders in there? Yeah, for sure. Like there's flyers and books there. And with the books, there's like a small little cup next to the book thing where you can like give some money if you take one of them along. But you can also just immediately put it back. Uh, there's a book about the history of the Witchfinders Legion, um, which is not that thick, actually. But yeah. Charlotte, want to have a go? I think I'm going to give that to Charlotte, yeah, and say, so um, can you, like, read through that real quick? Yes. I will probably yes. have to throw some dice now. Um, there is, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say we do it like that. I'm gonna say this is an unleash your powers. Okay, that is, I still don't know it by heart, um... Freak. That's plus freak. Freak. Which for me, you means a negative one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. My question is, what could possibly go wrong with reading a book? It's less about something going wrong, it's more about not being fast enough. Because you are waiting for someone to take you up right now. It's an eight. It's an eight. That's a mixed success. Yeah. I'm going to say this would either be mark a condition or the GM will tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary. You tell me which one it is. Uh, Temporary and unstable. Okay. (laughs) So in that case, I'll say that you do get going and do absorb some stuff, but you don't get all the way through. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say there's... If you start the book kind of from the beginning, you kind of figure out that there used to be a big superhero who was kind of like the important figure for starting it, which was like a superhero who specifically uh, specialized in hunting supernatural, uh, magical supervillains and finding them. Not hunting. The book explicitly doesn't want to use the word hunt, (laughs) but finding them and bringing them to justice. uh, A hero called the Witchfinder. It also, I think the, uh, his civilian identity should also be in the book. His name is, his name was uh, Timothy Jaeger. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
And his uh, there's some pictures. His costume looked very much the stereotypical witch hunter. It's definitely somewhere in that direction. Although he wasn't a witch hunter, of course, he was a witch finder. Is the name mm -hmm. written with an umlaut? Uh, no, it is A and E. Sad. Yeah. And he used the help from two rather wealthy public figures, Ray and Megan Leibwork, who were uh, televangelists, to form a team uh, for that purpose because he realized that there were a lot more magical threats than he could take out himself. And uh, you get the idea from how a lot of it is written that uh, Timothy died, uh, but you don't get to the point uh, where he died before your escort shows up. The elevators basically opens and you all notice that someone comes into the hall and it's someone in a superhero costume. <gasps> yeah, it's a light gray and lilac costume with golden trim that kind of looks like... It, it has kind of a coat that doubles as a cape as a part of the costume and an in, uh, some intricate gold symbols on the chest that kind of vaguely remind you of some stuff you've seen on Enoch. Uh, hmm. It seems to be protective symbols of some sort. And... It takes a little bit, but there's something familiar about him. And as he comes closer, Max realizes what it is because it's someone uh, she's met before. And he recognizes her too and says, no way, Sparky. <laughs> oh, um, it's actually ecstatic now. <laughs> oh, I also changed my name. Good. <laughs> oh, you're the renegades, right? Yes. Yeah. What, what was his name again? <laughs> Vio? The Purifier. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is Ryan from uh, Camp Max, <laughs> who uh, Max recognizes. Kind of like a, a cleanliness-based hero <laughs> who had the ability to clean stuff, but also to remove curses and stuff like that. And he says, yeah, Purifier wasn't great. I went through a few names. I went for... Uh, the next one was Cleanser, which was even worse. <laughs> Don't know what my idea was. Currently, I'm going as Counterspell. Counterspell's pretty good. Oh, yeah, good. that sounds really, really mm. cool. Uh, that's good, yeah. Yeah, it, it was Will's idea, but it, it works. It works. Hey, oh, you, uh, you're still so hanging out with Will? Oh, yeah, he's also in the city. Uh, oh, and uh, he like looks around as soon as he said that and then lowers his voice. Don't tell anyone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I won't. Yeah, there's, yeah, the people who work here, you know, they don't really approve of people like Will. Yeah, I think. You know, gay people. Gay people. <laughs> also wizards. Well, we're at it. Oh, demon infested. Extremely powerful, <laughs> moody teens. Anyways, uh, what 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 brings you guys here? I'm, are you you're the guys I'm supposed to pick up, right? Yes, we had a run in with what we think is a magic user, and let's oh. just say he's giving us a lot of trouble. It's it's not well though, right? Nope. Then uh, yeah yeah sure I'll I'll oh man it's so cool to meet you again. Yeah, I, mean, I thought you were. It's been ages. Yeah, I didn't know that you would, like, I thought you would just do stuff in Dreamland. I didn't know that you, like, you, you said something back in the day about wanting to go to Waypoint at some point, but I didn't know that you'd actually done it. I mean, of course, you know, wanting to be superhero and all that. Yeah, I mean, all I knew was that there was someone called Ecstatic, but I didn't know that was you. Max, do you want to introduce us, maybe? Oh, oh, yeah, uh, sorry, sorry, these are my, my teammates. This is Starbolt. Yes, the Starbolt, or... His successor. And oh. this is Brainwave. Um, Moon waves. She will talk through her mind to you. So just so you know. Oh, okay. Hi. Uh, that, sh that, that should work. Uh, he checks like his chest and all the symbols that are on it. I don't think I have anything against telepathy here. 
So, uh, can you hear me? Hello? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. I hear hey. you. Hey. Hi. Wow, that's cool. You have a telepath on your team. Oh, yeah. What, what, what's, what's your deal? And he, like, vaguely points at all of Moon's body. Well, I'm not from around here. Yeah, I mean, I guess that. It's just, you know, what kind of not from around here? Some other people here can be a bit... Mm. Do you feel like a wave of, like, panic and... Um, <laughs> ah, you're up? I guess I'll buy that. You yes. don't have to. It's just <laughs> what we're going with. <laughs> Highly technological society. No magic to be found anywhere. Uh, okay, that's fine. Is, is it one of those, like, Netflix Christmas movie countries? That are, like, somewhere in Europe vaguely? I guess you, you know, could call it that, maybe. Okay, that works. Like, I'm from a, a part that doesn't really have much to do with, like, the rest of Earth. And, yeah, they're kind of all a bit secretive. And Ryan can definitely see, like, Moon trying to suppress <laughs> the idea of another planet and just going with, like, here, a city with people <laughs> that look like me. Yeah, I mean, I think the mo the less I know, the better, honestly. Uh, I'm just supposed to pick you up for a meeting with Megan. Yeah, so um, any pointers, what we, like, how we should act, what we should say, what we shouldn't say? They really, like, wait, actually, he looks around. There's still barely anyone there, but says, let's, let's talk in the elevator. Okay. You know, if you want, you can just think it at me and I'll, I'll relay it to the other people. If it's so, so. Hmm. I mean, I could do that. That just seems kind of, like, complicated, right? I mean, it takes a bit, but... Okay. I mean, we can do that, but we can also do that in the elevator. Um, is Rex coming with us into the elevator? Uh, Rex has just been standing at the side <laughs> somewhat awkwardly uh, <laughs> so far. Uh, very unusual for him, because he's kind of like a very outgoing person normally. I would be heading out. I think I've set everything up here, and I don't want to stay here longer than I have to. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's fine, I guess. So, you remember... How I talked about Ryan from camp, you know? Uh, I remember you telling me about people from camp. I remember that there was, like, uh, someone with, like, genius powers and, like, oh, that, a wizard. That was from my team. No, no, no. Ryan was on the other team, the one that cheated. <laughs> I don't think you ever talked about them all that much. I mean, you. I, I remember you saying that they uh, weren't that great and that you easily defeated them, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All true. Those people. Talit and he was wishing, one of those. Talit wishing right now she had telepathic powers. And be like, <laughs> shut up, shut up. <laughs> Moon does and Moon nudges Max like mentally. Um, Talit wants you to stop talking. <laughs> all right um so see you later rex and don't get into trouble i i never do and <laughs> rex rex leaves the building do you feel a, a wave of extreme skepticism from moon <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you make your way towards the elevator with ryan in your telepathic ear now so if you want to be... Okay, so first of all, none of you have magic powers, right? Nah. No. No. Okay, that's already a good start. They're, like, pretty puritanical about that whole thing here. Like, a few of my best friends are magic users. I personally don't have a problem with them. It's just, like, a really good job that I got right out of high school. But uh, there's some stuff that I learned also not to bring up like all sorts of magic stuff they don't really like it 
they're not as bad as they used to be, but they still think that the whole stuff is very, like, immoral. Why? So just don't say, like, pro-magic stuff. It's, they have this whole system. It's complicated. Because, like, someone like me, for example, uh, like, back when they were really big and the whole no more magic users and waypoint thing happened, they wouldn't have let someone like me in. So it's already, like, I don't, I don't know, improving. They, they kind of make a distinction between, like, good magic and bad magic now, I guess. All right. Mm-hmm. They, they classify me as I get magic from, like, God uh, uh, and not from something evil. Like so demons, I, for example? E- so your God-given powers. Y- yeah, I mean, I honestly, like, I, I don't know. I, I think they just, they're just cool with my powers because they work well against magic. But they, they definitely say it that way. Yeah, a demon is another thing. Look, I don't know that much about magic, honestly. I just, I can, I can take it away. You should talk to, like, Will or something if you want to know more about that kind of thing. Yeah, so I definitely think we should exchange numbers because it'll be useful for both of us to, you know, have someone on our side. We, uh, we, I, we can definitely exchange numbers. I can also give you just Will's number. Oh, yeah, that would be awesome. I, I was in a library a few days ago. I wonder if I met him. Maybe you can like do mind stuff, right? Yeah, just send send me a picture. Is it is it this guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I saw him. Oh, okay, cool. Then you already met. He was he was very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's. Oh, he must he must like you then. <laughs> <laughs> he normally isn't. Yeah, you, you also felt a wave of skepticism at the sentence. Oh, he was nice from um, Max. <laughs> you for sure can honestly probably if you're dealing with like something magic and you don't just want to make it go away but you actually like want to figure out how it works well's probably the better option uh but we're already on our way up yeah i think we're going to hear them out at least just stepping stepping out of the elevator and chanting magic magic, magic. <laughs> no. oh no sassy Charlotte is back <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what's happening to me <laughs> It's, no, uh, I won't, aren't I won't you just, do that. Aren't you just sick of being good? Don't you want to just go apeshit? Yeah. Now that you're um, not team leader anymore, you have taken over the role of the rebel of the group. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> you're taking the Lancer position a bit too oh. seriously. Yeah, I won't step out of the elevator and chanting magic. <laughs> <laughs> you go the west, rest of the way up and Ryan is like, yeah, Will, Will is pretty cool with me being on this team. But yeah, I can't really talk about him here or call him while I'm on duty. Yeah, uh, I, I get it. I, I would have preferred a place in the SOS, but they don't just, just kind of don't really have a use for people with my power set. I'm, uh, you know, it's these people here want someone like me and they pay really well. Um, I'm... I'm- I'm sure you have heard of the people who rejected the SOS, right? Yeah, I, that's you. Yeah, I, that's I like heard the superhero names. I just didn't know that it was like Max from camp. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're sort of doing our own thing now. I mean, that's really cool. Like from what I gather, you have like really useful just fighting crime powers and stuff like that. I just make stuff clean and break curses. You don't need that in the daily, I think. Bro. I just read people's minds, and I'm not even doing that that well. So, it's how you, it's it's not what you have; it's what you do with it. I mean, that's good for fighting like villainous plans. You could like read them out of their minds, right? If you know where where the villain is and who he is, uh, then yes. But that's why we're here. We 
have to figure out who this guy is and how he's doing whatever whatever it, it whatever it is he's doing I mean, yeah, good luck with that. And as Ryan says that, or as Counterspell says that, yeah, the elevator reaches its destination and the doors to the elevator open to a comfortable penthouse filled with modern architecture. You immediately walk out. It's like this very, this very like sharp edges, minimalist style in a lot of ways. White furniture. You have windows that make up most of the walls uh, that have a very pretty look at the city. You basically come out into a hallway and you see that at the sides of the hallway there's like small display cases with cultural treasures on display like a small museum. And you are basically as soon as the elevator arrives greeted by a voice coming through an open door that says, Come in. You just described exactly what I hate. <laughs> <laughs> I just lead the others into the room. Yeah, you enter a room. It's, it has the vibe of classy therapist's office. <laughs> <laughs> it's like very minimalistic. Again, you have this great view from the outside and you have this long white leather couch with a, with a comfy chair next to it with a woman seated on it in like a very high-strung white suit jacket and a cream skirt. Uh, she looks to be a little bit older, you would assume in her 60s, but you would also assume that she probably had some work done. And she points towards the couch uh, as you all come in and kind of looks you all over and says, come in, come in, make yourselves comfortable. Man, I guess hunting... Hunting witches sure makes a lot of money. Just... Do you uh, telepathically communicate with her or just with the team? No, with, with my team. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. So I, I just want to say that Max definitely does not know what the inside of a therapist's office looks like. <laughs> <laughs> just from just from TV. You know, yeah, just from TV, not, not from experience. <laughs> Do you really think Dreamland would air anything that promotes therapy that isn't like yeah i think they definitely have those shows on tv that are just like famous people going to therapy yeah, yeah how do you get through the work TV. day how do you get through the work day in dreamland if you don't go to therapy yeah <laughs> also i'm noticing they're all wearing this white and cream <laughs> which uh, is uh, very suspicious and uncomfortable because <laughs> I know oh, what they're nice. probably thinking about those colors and what doing. Do you take your seats? Yeah, I, I think so. Yes. Yeah, Moon, moon <clears throat> waves hello and takes a seat. Well, we are, it's very rare that a small hero team tries to contact us. Uh, what, what, what brings you up here? Well, we've been having some trouble with a villain that we think uses magic and... You're the experts for that, right? Nah, I mean, if you find any experts in the city for that, but I... Wh where are you from? Where are you from? I'm... F you mean, like, where we're based as a superhero team, or where... Yeah. Okay, yeah, we're... Where did you find that a magic-based villain that you came to Waypoint to ask for help? Riverside? Riverside? The one in, in the city? Yes. You, you see, like, a, a, a small flicker go across her face vibe check you get a, a, like without even rolling for anything you get the emotion of like irritation is probably what you what you gather there like you... confusion or like a bit of 
anger. Not confusion. Uh, more like, uh, yeah, more, more in the direction of like a very small flag of anger. Hmm. And vibe check on her in general? Uh, you want to roll for something? I think this is a very powerful person and I don't like this entire vibe. So I, I would like, I think Moon would also try to get a read on this person that everyone is kind of afraid of. And they were warned mm. by by Ryan to like don't say anything wrong, so I think Moon would try to get a read on 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 her. I'm gonna say do a pierce the mask mask for me. Five six seven pierce the mask is eight. Um, yeah, that's an eight. You get to ask one. I think, hmm, I I'm not sure what the general like what kind of person are you question best fits. I mean, our general goal here is to get help or information from them. So maybe something with how could I get your character to do something? Yeah. Mm. Maybe how can I how could I get your character to be honest with us? Like to give honest help. Hmm. I I mean the the vibe that you get immediately and what you got from the material too is that this person really wants... Like, if there is a magic user active in Waypoint, they definitely want it gone. So, basically, if if you want them to help you with getting rid of a magic user, you basically just have to tell them about it. Mm-hmm. You get the vibe that the irritation comes more from the implication that they missed one. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. That there's a magic user in Waypoint that they haven't gotten. And do I get, like, in the thoughts about getting rid of them, like, a personal feeling, like, of, of conviction? Like, this is someone that she believes herself this is wrong? Or is it more like, that's our job? That's hard to tell, I'd say. Okay. With just the one that's question. That's hard to tell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're from Waypoint. And you say there's a magic user in the city. Well, from what we could tell, it seemed to be magic, yes. What kind? What's he? What's he been doing? Or she? Um, illusions. Well, we we have actually a, a telepath here who could show you what exactly the magic looked like on, you know, the technology. Moon waves again. She raises an eyebrow. A telepath? Like what? What kind of telepath? You know, just the usual. I can read your surface thoughts, and I can project mine. Kind of telepath. Yeah, it works with electromagnetic waves, all very scientific. She, like, uh, leans her head towards Max and looks at her and says, what's wrong with her body? That's very insensitive. There's nothing wrong with my body. (laughs) What's wrong with your body? Uh, Do you project that at her? I think, yeah. (laughs) Well, you don't look human, dear. Oh, it's more like community that is, you know, very far away from general population so they evolve differently or something so like a fairy tale creature what, what kind of is it just a mutation is there a whole race of people out there looking like this there's my family like the i'm not the only one it's just how how that's just how we look that like how 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 our bodies work that's i mean well, that's the whole thing, isn't it? What, I mean, I'm not the only one who is physically changed by their powers, right? No, I just wanted to know what kind of what what happened to you. What was if there's a whole group out there, a whole a whole community? They keep to themselves mostly. I'm like one of the only ones that actually wanted to figure out what the 
what Earth is like. And yeah, they're just really boring doing their own thing. She leans forwards with her hands in her in her lap and says, Well, I've never heard of, an, of a people like that. You know, telepathy is a, ha- a common expression of uh, dark magic. Really? In a lot of people. Don't you think if you are doing like dark magic that you don't want anyone to hear what you're thinking? Well, it's manipulation. It's deceiving. It's uh, making people think thoughts they shouldn't be thinking. Yeah, and by talking you don't do that? Like I'm just I'm just I'm just listening. I'm just hearing what you're thinking. It's not like I can reach in there and make you think anything. Well, I don't know about that. You might be able to do that. I wouldn't talk about an ability like that at all if I was whatever you are. From what I've heard people can manipulate other people with just language just fine. Well, you see Moon is very open and honest, not much with deceiving or hiding, so um Like, you can literally sense what I'm thinking and feeling. And do you sense any dishonesty when I say I cannot change other people's thoughts? Lies can be well hidden. I'd prefer it if this one stayed out of my mind. I, I can't help it. Like, close your ears. It's, it's the same thing. I, can, I can't help hearing what you're thinking. Well, then I'd appreciate it if you weren't here. Um, she's part of our team. They need to be here. Yes, yeah, so either... We have this talk now, or we're gonna leave because this is useless to us. Didn't you come here for help from me? Yes, all of us came here for help, and I'm sure you wouldn't just turn people away who need your help, because one of them seems a bit strange to you. I don't think that you should come in here asking for help and then not give me the respect that that kind of request requires. How is this for respect? We found a magic user that you missed, and we've actually fought them. Well, we have confronted them several times now, and you get you, you earn that respect by doing what you're saying you want to do, namely getting rid of people who hurt other people with magic. And we are trying to do the exactly same thing. I'm just trying to be careful and to protect this city that I've become the guardian of. There's many things around here, with all the supers flying around, go beyond the normal. Some of these things are possible to the human body, some ain't, and telepathy ain't one of them normally. And what ain't possible either comes from above or below. I'm just being careful. You've gotten me the warning. At this point, we can just... Go searching through Riverside, try to find whatever's magical there, whatever you've been seeing around there, and we would like your help in it. We would like to work together with you, but if you're gonna be rude to me, then you can just leave right here, and we'll find and track down whatever magic users out there. Moon addresses Max and Charlotte. How is existing rude? I don't... What's her problem? Like, I, I can't read, like, her memories or anything. If she has got nothing to hide, why would she want to get rid of me for, for being here? Um, I think, at Moon, don't worry, we're not gonna leave you out of this. We're either doing this together or not at all. But we need their help. Like, we, we need to know how, how we can find someone with magic. And I don't want any, any other people getting blown up. We turned down the SOS. We have principles. And I'm sure we will figure something else out. 
So Moon doesn't have to send you any thoughts, okay? But if Moon leaves, so do we. You feel a very warm like feeling of, of friendship and, and fondness from Moon when you say that. If you want to leave, I ain't gonna keep you here. But we'll have an eye on your area and we'll have an eye on you. Well, have fun with that, I suppose. Yeah, that's fine by me. You just feel like a, 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 the mental equivalent of like grumbling crossly from Moon. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would say we just get up and leave now. Yeah, I think yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. We haven't seen anything close to magic in Riverside so far. But if there is a magic user hiding out somewhere out there, we'll find him, we'll track him down, and we'll do what we did to magic users in Riverside in the past. And what's that? And that is disable them. What does she mean when she, sa when she says that? Like, what, what's the thought that c crosses her mind when she says disable? When you look into her mind and the words, uh, the images associated with the words, you see a memory. You see an image, someone looking from the past at the docks in Riverside. It's, it's pretty much the area where your headquarters is. And you see it in flames. Uh, I don't like that. Moon sort of flinches and walks faster towards the elevator. <laughs> uh, as you get to the elevator, you see that it's still open and Ryan is just sitting in there. Nice boss you have there. Uh, so, uh, from what I heard, uh, I s assume it didn't go great? Nope. She doesn't like what I am. Moon stomps in there. <laughs> you, you get it back into the elevator. Okay, so what happened there? Um, I first uh, think at Moon, are you okay? I'm so sorry this happened. No, I'm not okay. She doesn't know me. Like, I understand that humans are better at, like, putting on a false face and, like, not showing their tr true self and stuff like that. But I, I literally cannot do that. How, how can she hate me for, for what I'm able to do? Like, it's like hating someone. Oh, how dare you be able to, to speak or to hear or to breathe? Like, what, what kind of person does that? It's not rational, Moon. You, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, sh I should have warned you from the get go. I didn't, I didn't even think of that. They, especially Megan, they, they have a thing with, I don't know, n unusual mutations. I guess they're not that. I, I, I didn't think it would be that big of an issue. I, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't think a warning would have changed anything because, the alternative would have been going in there without Moon. And I don't think that would have been an option for us. Couldn't you have, I don't know, done it without Moon? I, I'm, you know, I, I get it if it's like a principles thing. But, I mean, we we do have like a lot of resources. We could have probably helped you with your issue over there. You, you said yourself, if you really want to know about magic and how it works and how we can defend ourselves, we have to go to other places. We turned down the SOS because they didn't work in a way that we thought superheroes should do so i don't think we should compromise on something like this yeah i mean i i i guess i get it i mean i'm i'm sure that we're going to do something about your warning now like even if uh, we're not going to be working together you'll definitely get like 
Like, they really hate the idea that there's magic users in the city that they don't know about. And we all know that there are some. I don't know what kind of things or stuff they use to track down magic users in the city, but they haven't found out about Will so far. And it's not like he never uses magic. So... So there's some room for improvement. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't want you to get in between the teams or anything, but it would be great if you could let me know when it is safe to meet up with Will, because I would hate for him to, you know, get in the line of fire because of something like this. I mean, you better figure that out with Will himself. From what I heard from your conversation, I guess we're gonna be combing through Riverside now, so maybe don't meet up with him there. As long as you are not tailing us or something. I don't think it, it's suspicious if if superheroes go to the superhero library to do research. Like, if yeah. it's fine with that, we could meet him there, and then it's not like they're spying inside the library, like, who goes to the occult section, right? No, I can definitely, like, ask him if that's okay, and then you can come by any time. He works there, like, most days of the week. Yeah, I would prefer that, because... But what about now? You could probably come by right now, too. He may, might be a little surprised, but sure. Maybe you can uh, warn him that we're coming. I don't want to be like, hey, here we are. And, you know, it it, it would be weird. Uh, maybe you can warn him. I don't really like calling him from work. Oh, uh, right. I'm sorry. I forgot that. Um, yeah. Do you have his number? So, Max, yeah. we can just contact him. Yeah, I'll, I'll send send him a text, I think. Hi, Will. It's Max, you know? <laughs> Sparky from Camp. From camp. <laughs> from camp. From Camp Max, remember? From our Camp Max intermission arc five episodes. <laughs> I Yeah, you can you can go track down Will and I'll... I guess I'll find out what we're going to do about Riverside now. I mean, if there's any magic users left there, uh, I'm sure we'll stomp them out. Ryan, can I ask you for a favor? I okay. got the feeling that your boss, and from what she said and what she thought that this might not be over. So if if she comes for us or for me specifically, I would really like a heads up if you can manage that. I mean, if you don't use magic, then I don't think they'll, they have the authority to come for she you. She didn't seem to care that I don't use magic. She had a problem with me. I, I got a glimpse at, at the kind of person she is, and I, I don't think she will let let it slide so if i can you tell you that much the witchfinders legion has very specific dur jurisdiction in the city most like super teams have like parts of the city that are split between them and that they watch over the witchfinders legion doesn't have that the witchfinders legion has a job and that job is magic users so unless you are a magic user i don't think they even have the authority to like actively do anything against you yeah. If anything comes up, I can tell you that's just like the the legal, I guess, uh, direction to all of that. They get their funding for one specific purpose and they don't really do anything beyond that. Yeah, that's that's fine then. Yeah, I don't worry about it too much. Like I've been here for, what is it, like a year now? And in that time, I think we like caught two magic users max i think since uh, hi max uh, i think we <laughs> caught uh, two magic users at most i th i think that magic users just avoid the city at this point ever since the the bad thing what actually happened why is waypoint so incredibly suspicious of magic users 
Like, superpowers are fine, but if someone uses magic to fly instead of having superpowers that make them fly, suddenly it isn't okay? What happened here? It's kind of a holdover. It's... Will, Will complains about that a lot. It's kind of like a holdover from the 90s. There was this whole big thing, like, basically everywhere, like, satanic panic. And uh, a lot of, like, fears were raised about magic and stuff like that and it was like around that time that the Witchfinders Legion really like got off the ground and got like a lot of funding from cities and specifically in Waypoint where they had their seat they had like a big there was like this big conflict between them and like a magic based superhero team and the public was generally just really on the side of the Witchfinders Legion so it like it from what I hear it ended really badly I don't know my history all that well, but ever since then, magic users have kind of like avoided the city. Like it's just not worth it. Hmm. Can't really blame them. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, from what I gather, I I don't know if there's any other like magic users in the city right now beside Will and whoever you guys have been fighting. But I'm sure we'll find them eventually if they are. And the elevator, uh, after a very long ride, it's a slow elevator. <laughs> now, <laughs> mind speak is just really fast. <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. That's probably it. Just quick, quick thinking. Another power of Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> the elevator doors swing open. And in the moment that they swing open, Moon, you feel something. You uh -oh. get a strange feeling for a second, which is, it's, it's, it kind of feels like, how do I describe it? It's kind of like a, a Doppler effect. It feels like something really quickly moving past you and you hear it approaching and you hear it going away. Just like not as a sound, as like a mental thing that you notice. And and then it's over. It seems like nothing happened. Moon takes a step back. Like, whoa. Did any of you... No, you didn't. Of course I didn't. Are you okay? Yeah, I just... I thought I, I sensed something. Uh, And as you say that, uh, you all sense something. You sense a strong rumble in the ground, almost like the beginnings of an earthquake. Oh. You kind of almost lose your standing in the elevator. Not again. No, not the crashing <laughs> elevator. Get out of the elevator now. Uh, you see through the open doors that the man in the lobby ha experienced the same thing. So it's not just the elevator. It seems to be the entire building. This isn't good. So is this a thing that just happens here or... Waypoint usually doesn't have earthquakes. Maybe let's get out of the elevator. I don't want another yeah. repeater of the elevator incident. Yep. Yeah. And as you step out of the elevator, you see something in this completely white room that you're currently in with the glass front. You see how the room from the bottom towards the top slowly becomes tinted in red. You see all the walls and furniture become blood red through the light from outside. And as you gaze towards the entrance, you see that outside of the building, something's growing out of the ground, uh, almost like a red membrane that begins to reach towards the sky right outside as if a... Uh, A wall of skin is growing outside of the building and coloring the light as it does. This isn't good. And for just a moment, behind this red wall, 
you see a figure set against the sun that's standing there, their hand raised in the air, dressed in what at first glance looks like a monk's robes. What? And then the membrane grows past them and you lose sight of them. What the fuck? (laughs) And this is where we'll end this episode. Is there a demon rising from the earth? (laughs) Yeah, like, did did someone make a really, really bad choice and summoned a demon? (laughs) Something's growing around the building from the looks of it. Oh, it's just Uh, a celestial reaching the hand up. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's that's this episode. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) And this is where the conflict of the arc comes in. Uh Uh-huh. When you what? said this is the magic arc, I didn't think you would go straight to uh, Lovecraft and <laughs> horror. <laughs> I mean, they are called Leibwerk. Like Liebwerk, like Lovecraft. It's, uh, oh my god. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Uh, it's, it's, it's a joke of Lovecraft, but in German. <laughs> And we didn't catch it. I was thinking, yeah. like, why did you I tell thought- us how it's what it's pronounced in German? And you made a point of keeping <laughs> it in the episode. I was like, what, what, <laughs> what does it mean? I thought it was written L-I-B. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's liberal work. I see. Yeah, <laughs> it's lip work. That makes sense. It's the libs. So, uh, what exactly is happening here is something we'll find out next time. Uh, in the next episode, yeah, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna have sleepless nights thinking about this. <laughs> I mean, you have super speed. Maybe you can do something uh, before the situation I'm just gets gonna bad. Gonna run at it and like try to like move through it or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking if this is a being, I do not think it would be. I'm, I'm having, I'm, I'm thinking if I touch the mind of a being that big and powerful i can just instead of like unleash your powers take a powerful blow see if it knocks you unconscious to touch the mind of an uh, eldritch abomination i mean i have no idea Uh, we'll find out next time but yeah you you have at least alerted the uh, the witchfinders legion to the potential danger of magic users hiding in riverside so uh, at least someone's gonna deal with that and i hope that there isn't like uh, someone who's a friend of yours who uses magic who's also hiding out there. Nah. <laughs> whoever uses magic and is in a monk's rope and is connected to us in a way, whoever could that uh, be. Who could be anyone. Uh, anyways, we have ways to contact us if you want to share your theories about whatever the fuck's happening with us. We are at Waypoint Pod on Twitter, Tumblr, TikTok, Instagram. That's it. I think. Did I forget one? No, that's it. That's it. We also have an email address, waypointheroes at gmail.com. We have a theme tune by I'm Persky on Bandcamp. Uh, check out his stuff over there. And we have great taste in media. Do any of you have anything to share? <laughs> uh, well... Over the last two weeks, I was very busy and half dead when I came home. Mm. So there wasn't a lot, but I just want to give a shout out to all the people who write fan fiction and all the people who do um, the readings for Podfix, because I've been listening to some Podfix while I was doing other stuff. So just 
thank you for everyone who's doing that. <laughs> nice. I think I'm just going to plug some witchy podcasts that I really liked. Um, oh, yeah, great for the season. Yes, they're fiction podcasts. Uh, one of them is called Kalila Stormfire's Economical Magic Services. Mm -hmm. um, it's about a witch who left her coven so much in the same situation as the renegades with the SOS <laughs> oh. and started up her own business. And then um, If I Go Missing, The Witches Did It is also pretty cool. It's about a woman who comes to town and then um, basically finds a coven of witches that are influencers. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Yeah, I'm. I'm think. I. I don't think I'm. I'm plugging anything super niche. Uh, but if you like the thought of a magic user in an herbal, herbal, <laughs> in an herbal, urban area, herbal setting, um, I can always recommend the Dresden Files series by Jim Butcher, yes. which is about a wizard who is a private detective and yeah, everything that entails. It's a bit of a slow start, but the world building and characters are pretty awesome. And it will destroy you at some point. Yeah. You do have to have um, like a thick skin for the portrayal of female characters sometimes, though. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I actually wanted to plug something else, but now that we're all talking about like magical stuff and like urban magic stuff at that, I have... Uh, this is also... I don't know how obscure this is, but... If you haven't yet watched the one season of Constantine that exists. Yes. Yes. Okay. yes. They cancel it after one season, which is one of the great well, crimes. Well, half a it's season. Half a season even, yeah. yeah. It's, there's, uh, there's not much of it, but watch all there is. It's so fucking good. True. It, it, does, it does the thing that they often uh, fail at with John Constantine as a character, which is make it very clear that he's a piece of fucking shit. Yeah. Yes, they are not uh, trying to make him overly likable. Yeah, but he, he has his extreme flaws and the, he still remains like a protagonist that you want to succeed sometimes. Yes. But he's definitely like, he's a manipulative sack of oh, yeah, shit he's a and that's exactly asshole. what he should be. Yeah. Also, if you don't think that episode four is one of the best episodes to ever happen on television, I don't know what to tell you. I'm gonna have to rewatch it myself for Halloween. I I don't even remember anymore what explicitly happened in episode four, and that means that I gotta watch it. Which one was the so, one with yeah. Gary? Oh, no. oh fuck that episode! Ooh. Oh yeah. boy, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Watch Constantine wherever yes, it's available for streaming. And I think with on that note, uh, leaving you with Halloween recommendations. <laughs> We're gonna wish you a happy Halloween because this is the last. I think this episode releases like on Halloween, actually. Ooh, yeah, we check. Very spooky. Yeah, this is this is our Halloween episode. It, re uh, it releases exactly on Halloween. So have a have a good spooky time, and until next time, bye bye. Bye bye. bye. bye.